Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about how babies pick up language before they're even born, an AI that takes on the busy work for doctors, and new insight into how humans collaborate. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. Everyone knows that in their first year of life, babies pick up an extraordinary amount of language. They might not be talking a lot, but they are certainly listening. Research shows that they start babbling around seven months of age, and they've already sorted out their native language to a remarkable degree. Well, a new study has pushed the development of language comprehension back even further. Like, way further. How much further can you go back? They're not even a year old. (laughs) Okay, try before birth. Okay, wow. On the surface, that seems sort of magical, but I guess when you think about it, it does actually make some sense. I know studies have shown that babies in their mother's wombs can hear sounds from the outside, right? Absolutely. From five to seven months in the womb, a baby can start to hear external sounds. And there's one sound that is especially constant in their tiny ears, their mother's voice. In fact, newborns tend to prefer the sound of their mother's voice over other voices as if they recognize it. That seems pretty obvious, but hearing the you know warm and cozy hum of your mother's voice from inside the womb is one thing. How do researchers know that these unborn babies are actually understanding language? That's a great question. So they aren't exactly conversational in their mother's native language. A better way to say it is that the sounds they are hearing are priming their brains to learn the language they hear the most from their mothers. Okay, every language has its own framework, its own cadence of vowels and consonants. So what this study is saying is that these newborns come into the world with some of that framework already built up in their brains? Exactly. As you can imagine, that's not the easiest thing to test. So you can't just ask a baby if they understand the words you're saying. So the researchers turned to EEG monitoring. They basically fitted a five-day-old with a tiny EEG hat that recorded electrical signals in his brain as different languages played. Here's where things get really interesting. It turned out that specific brainwave patterns align with speech rhythms. Well, so you can read the electrical signals and sort of see when the brain picked up different syllables and sounds, something like that? Exactly like that. They looked to see if the brainwaves were synchronizing more to the rhythm of their mother's native language. And sure enough, their waves were tuned into the language they heard most while they were in their mom's belly. So it's like they had been listening into their mom's conversations and adjusting their brain frequency for that language. Yep. And it would suggest that prenatal exposure to language lays the groundwork for speech and language once these little chupsters make their way into the world. All right. So what comes next? Like, uh, what do we do with this information? Right. So one of the most exciting things about the study is the use of EEG to monitor brainwaves and then associate the patterns with part of speech. Using this method to track the developing minds can give scientists a never-before-seen glimpse at how language develops as kids grow into adulthood. They could even get a better understanding of how language perception changes in the adult mind as we age. 
wow, mapping those language milestones would be a huge deal for understanding speech and language disorders. And I can imagine it could even help develop a curriculum for learning new languages as we grow up. Oh, totally. So the next time you're having a conversation with a pregnant person, probably best to watch your language. Researchers from the University of Florida and NVIDIA have developed an AI program that can tackle hours of busy work for doctors in a matter of seconds. Oh boy. Okay, this is a little controversial. I'm not generally an AI skeptic like some people, and I totally understand that employing some AI to sift through huge stacks of data to help researchers find the root causes of diseases and even cures is a pretty exciting prospect. But I am a little leery about letting AI take the place of my doctor. Well, you're not alone, but this new program might change your mind. Let's talk a little bit about how a doctor typically spends her day. We always think of doctors speaking with patients, listening to heartbeats. Take a deep breath and then hold, release again and again. Right. Simply seeing patients is obviously one of the most important parts of their day, but they actually spend more time face-to-face with their computer screens than they do with their patients. In fact, according to some studies, for every hour that a doctor spends with a patient, they spend two additional hours doing paperwork and other administrative work. Okay. I... I think I see where you're going here. I know that one of the big things with AI is efficiency, right? Researchers, coders, all kinds of workers are finding ways to use AI to take the edge off their busy work. But how does that work with doctors exactly? This particular new program, which they call Gatortron GPT. (laughs) Okay. University of Florida Gators. Gatortron. Very clever. I know, right? So think of Gatortron as a sort of chat GPT, but for medical documents. It was trained on a total of 277 billion words using the medical records from some 2 million patients. Wait a second, is that ethical? Did these 2 million people give their permission for that? That is a great question. They were careful to de-identify these records. They basically scrubbed all identifying info from them, but retained about 82 billion medical words. Okay, so Gatortron had a pretty big vocabulary. You could say that. In its final form, it was able to take the notes from a doctor's medical exam of a patient along with other patient data, and generate really good doctor's notes, which could literally cut hours of administrative work out of a doctor's day. I can see why that would be a huge deal. But are these doctor's notes any good? They tested it. Gatortron GPT's notes were essentially indistinguishable from those written by human doctors, to the extent that a group of actual physicians correctly picked out the author less than half the time. Wait, so when they saw two sets of doctor's notes about the same patient side by side, they couldn't tell which was written by a doctor and which was written by a Gatortron? They only picked correctly 49% of the time, so less than half. Okay, so while I'm afraid that AI will one day take the place of my doctor, this AI program is actually allowing my doctor to spend more time with me. Bingo. With less time needed for paperwork, doctors can focus more on face-to-face interactions improving the quality of care, and making for happier patients. And less stressed out doctors. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The innate human capacity for collaboration has been pivotal in shaping civilizations since the beginning of our time on Earth. 
The way we collaborate with each other is literally the driving force behind collective human achievements. It's not overstating it to say that collaboration is the cornerstone of human progress, and a study is shedding new light on that collaboration using (laughs) Pac-Man. I'm sorry, did you say Pac-Man? Like the video game (laughs) Pac-Man? Yep, Pac-Man. Collaboration built the pyramids and put humans on the moon, and they're studying (laughs) Pac-Man? Okay, well, yes, and there's a good reason for this. Even though human cooperation is the foundation of our society, to be honest, there just isn't a lot of understanding behind the brain processes that go into cooperative behavior. Ah, I see. They want to study how the brain functions when it comes to collaboration. Exactly. And it's not super easy to study brain mechanisms surrounding collaboration among workers building um, pyramids. And that's where Pac-Man comes in. The researchers wanted to know if two strangers who were unable to communicate directly could work together to accomplish something. So how did the study work? Okay, so two participants were placed in separate rooms but connected by screens and asked to collaborate on a game of Pac-Man. So they're just basically on the same team. Right, but the catch is that only one of the players could see the path, and communication between the two players was limited to symbols on the screen. For example, the players who can see the path might put a crescent moon on the screen, which tells the other player to move Pac-Man to the right. So, one player was a guide, and the other was trying to interpret the communications to navigate. But what exactly did the study measure or analyze? I mean, what were they trying to understand about collaboration? That is a great question. I may have forgotten to mention that each player's brain reaction was measured using EEG, which helped the researchers identify a component called P3, a brain reaction to significant stimuli. So they were watching what happens in the brain when two people collaborate. Precisely. They found increased P3 when the players observed their partner's actions and their own responses. It's interesting that something as fundamental as human collaboration hasn't been studied all that much at the level of neuroscience. Oh, totally. This study bridges the gap between cognitive neuroscience and basic social interactions. It gives us a hint of how our brains are intrinsically wired to adopt cooperative roles and respond to collective tasks. And the implications go far beyond Pac-Man. It sheds light on the innate human capacity for collaboration. And in a world that is becoming interconnected in totally new ways, it's just so important to build up our skills of cooperation. Hey, do you want to go play Pac-Man? Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. New research reveals that newborns' brainwaves are attuned to the language they hear most often in the womb, suggesting that language exposure before birth significantly shapes the brain's early framework for speech and language learning. This groundbreaking study, using EEG to analyze infants' brain activity, underscores the importance of prenatal experiences in laying the groundwork for language development. Researchers at the University of Florida and NVIDIA have developed an AI called Gatortron GPT, which can write doctor's notes that are indistinguishable from human-written notes. Physicians identified the AI's notes correctly only 49% of the time. This groundbreaking AI, trained on extensive de-identified medical records, promises to revolutionize medical documentation, enhancing efficiency, and allowing doctors to focus more on patient care. Researchers used EEG in a new study to understand how humans cooperate by playing a tweaked version of Pac-Man, revealing our brain's capacity to work together effectively even when direct communication is limited. This study sheds light on the cognitive aspects of teamwork and highlights the essential nature of cooperation in human interaction. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. 